Type it in, lock it on, and rip the mouse off. TalkZone.com It's time for Healthy Talk Radio. By the powers vested in me, by the Federal Communications Commission. Coming to you live from the headquarters of the Global Health Network and across the world wide web. <gasps> Computers can do that? It's America's longest running radio program dedicated to your health and wellness. What's taking place here is an alternative approach. Now, the woman who's changing the face of health care each and every day. That's the fact, Jack! Here's Deborah Ray. Good day. Welcome to Healthy Talk Radio. I'm Deborah Ray. Well, the latest functional food is chewing gum. Apparently, they're putting now concentrated cranberry powder into chewing gum. And, of course, we know cranberry can help keep tooth decay away. Speaking of keeping infections away, what about yogurt? Is it the gold standard in terms of the good bacteria, the probiotics? We are joined today by a best-selling author, award-winning clinical nutritionist. Uh, She is the nutritional consultant for Essential Formulas. And Louise Gittleman joining us today. We'll talk about Beyond Yogurt, what you need to know about optimizing your immune system, digestive system, and, oh, yeah, you know, synthesizing some important vitamins right here on Healthy Talk Radio with Anne-Louise Gettleman. Now the news and views about the news you won't hear anywhere else. The Healthy Talk Radio News Digest. Well, it's an announcement by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration that it is cleared for marketing a breathing tube um, designed to be part of a ventilator breathing support system coated with a thin layer of silver. Uh, what this FDA news reports is that this silver coating is known to have antimicrobial properties. It reduces the risk of uh, that patients on ventilators will acquire pneumonia while in the hospital. It certainly brings to mind, uh, you've perhaps heard us talk about the story before, uh, our show's original resident medical expert, Dr. Corot, when he was teaching at the University of Louisville School of Medicine uh, in the Department of Anesthesia, where he headed the university's uh, corporation in anesthesia, took note of these um, infections acquired by patients on ventilators. He devised a, uh, a little filter, uh, sort of like the copper uh, meshes that you might use in your kitchen sink, only it was out of silver mesh, put it in respirators, and the number of infections was cut dramatically. The university was excited, i.e. code word for, we can make a lot of money for this, and they invited the executives of uh, one of the the large manufacturers of um, uh, respiratory-related medical devices um, to the table, only to hear, well, who we're going to sell our antibiotics to. Well, of course, we know that antibiotics are less and less effective, so it has come full circle that 15% of patients on ventilators develop ventilator-associated pneumonia each year. We have 26,000 people die each year because of ventilator-associated pneumonia and now a silver-coated breathing tube. 
<laughs> when uh, Lake Pharmaceuticals uh, was shown this uh, back in the 1970s. Think of all the people who have lost their lives between then and now. Speaking of losing, this is a little disturbing. One of California's biggest healthcare companies is facing a lawsuit. A lawsuit from an individual who was in the middle of her cancer treatment when she was informed that her health care insurance through this company had canceled her coverage. She has sued this company, HealthNet, uh, alleging that this company actually sets goals for its employees to cancel policies, paying more than $20,000 in bonuses to those who cancel the most health care coverage uh, uh, beneficiaries. And court documents have been produced that show over six years, this company, HealthNet, canceled 1,600 policies that avoided uh, over $35 million in medical expenses. In fact, the court documents reveal that in 2002, the goal was set at 180 cancellations exceeded by its cancellation specialist who won the bonus that year of $20,000 for dropping 275 policies. So this patient, this healthcare consumer said, I was infuriated. I was angry and devastated. They would put peop- that they would put money above people's lives. So she has taken them to task. Of course, it's all an allegation, but um, she has produced documents for the court that seem to back her case that um, at least one healthcare company paid its employee to cancel a coverage of people who were, ex- ex- uh, were receiving very expensive medical coverage. And then, of course, uh, they're, they're left to their own devices, which are often tragic. Well, she says if she'd only known then what she knows now, she would have not undergone uh, what she thought was a routine uh, magnetic resonance imaging scan. We are now um, uh, in the scenario that the Food and Drug Administration has uh, asked manufacturers of the contrast dyes that are used in MRIs to add a black box warning indicating that patients who have uh, compromised kidney function, keep in mind 13% of the entire U.S. population have frank kidney problems. Many of us don't know that. But researchers at Yale University indicate that uh, many people who develop a very debilitating hardening of the skin, that when they uh, looked at 95% of patients they surveyed with this diagnosis, they found all of them, uh, or 95% of them, had been exposed to this contrast dye two or three months before the onset of the disease. It is a contrast dye used in MRI scanning that is gallodium-based, G-A-D-O-L-I-N-I-U-M, gallodium-based product. And, of course, I think most of us would not know to ask, you know, what's this contrast agent? What are the, the risks involved? Um, and, of course, with all of those imaging dyes, whether it's a cardiac catheterization, CT scan, an MRI, 
We now need to know the questions to ask to make informed decision. Uh, a contrast dye has now been implicated in poisoning kidney patients, resulting in the Food and Drug Administration suggesting black box warnings on these imaging dyes, knowing the tragic consequences uh, thereof. Well, you're one of those people who you get nervous and you just start to eat. U.S. researchers out of Brown University indicating that emotional eaters, people who eat when they're anxious or blue or lonely, tend to lose the least amount of weight when they're trying and have the hardest time keeping it off. We were talking to two individuals yesterday who uh, have taken a look at some very interesting research in the medical literature. In fact, they found uh, University of Cincinnati research indicating that a seed from Brazil, guarana, G-U-A-R-A-N-A, which has naturally occurring caffeine in it, naturally occurring theobromine, naturally occurring theophylline in it, um, had this amazing effect in terms of weight loss by um, uh, helping people to sort of stabilize stress without getting jittery. This is all published in the journal Obesity. They uh, took a look at overweight men and women who were participating in a behavioral weight loss program, uh, concluded that those emotional eaters had the most difficulty losing weight and even more difficulty keeping it off which seems to speak to the fact that those molecules of emotion, you know, Dr. Candace Pert uh, from NIH um, highlighted the fact that emotions are often molecular, biochemistry-based, and, of course, um, they have far-reaching consequences on the health of our heart. We know that people in unhappy relationships have literally physically unhappy hearts, it can affect our immune function. That's known as psychoneuroimmunology. You're stressed, huh, you'll get a cold or a flu. You stress your immune system. Then there's the fascinating field of psychoneurodermatology. We now know new research shows you're upset, your skin's upset. You're upset, you're much more likely to get to skin-based infections and have problems related to them. All back to those molecules of emotion. Just because they're feelings, does it make it any less real? Well, a growing body of evidence suggests that's just not the case. Those emotions are molecular, biochemical-based, and can result in some very real physical results. We're going to return to talk with... Uh, a noted clinical nutritionist, best-selling author, and nutritional consultant to Essential Formulas, and Louise Gittleman joining us today to talk about Beyond Yogurt when it comes to the good bacteria right here on Healthy Talk Radio. No security check needed. Just come right in. It's time for more Healthy Talk Radio with Deborah Ray. Special guest joining us today to talk about an important topic, the probiotics advantage beyond yogurt. With the numbers out uh, just recently about uh, the numbers of prescriptions, the dollars that those prescriptions uh, write, uh, generate, and the numbers of antibiotic prescriptions that uh, uh, continue to be written, 
Well, many of those antibiotic prescriptions are now being accompanied with a written instruction to patients to consume either yogurt or probiotics. Do, do the dots connect? Are, are they equal? Here to talk with us today about the probiotics advantage beyond yogurt is a well-known, best-selling author, uh, expert in the field of clinical nutrition. She joins us today with her uh, hat on as the nutritional advisor to Essential Formulas, Anne Louise Gittleman. Anne Louise, hello and welcome. And welcome to you. Isn't that interesting? Yogurt uh, is becoming a designer dairy product these days, which... You know, which isn't bad news, to be quite honest with you. Uh, I think it's high time that we started adding healthier fermented foods to our dietary regimens. And I'm sure that you're in agreement with that, Deborah, knowing how important diet is as the foundation of good health. It's not a matter of just popping supplements, for heaven's sakes. You need to get your nutrition where you should be getting it, in foods, a variety of foods. And fermented foods, I think, are making a comeback. But I think what's so interesting is the topic that we're discussing and whether yogurt is of equal value to a probiotic supplement and whether it is the solution to so many of our digestive and immune problems in this day and age. And the reality is that yogurt, I think, is a wonderful adjunct. Uh, it certainly was the miracle food that was observed in the early 1900s by Elie Metchnikoff, who received a Nobel Prize, noting that there was a certain group of um, of Russians that were very long-lived, and he blamed it on the yogurt. So the reality is that yogurt is very helpful, but whereby it provides us with these very healthy bacteria, these very healthy lactic acid bacteria, uh, the best you can do with yogurt is really getting a good yogurt that has live and active cells and that is providing you, let's say, with millions of this healthy bacteria. The problem is that in this day and age, you need billions of healthy bacteria, not just millions because there's so many dietary and environmental assaults. So the reality is, just to start this from the get-go, is yogurt is helpful, yes, but to combat some of our virulent virus pathogens, E. coli, salmonella, uh, H. pylori that are out there, you need something a lot stronger. And that's where a high-level, multi-strain probiotic comes into play that you use on a daily basis, just like an essential vitamin and mineral. So cover the, the, the spectrum uh, with uh, the revelation that you know 85% of the seafood consumed in this country is imported. That um, you know if, if it's farmed seafood, uh, we may be getting antibiotics. Um, the revelation from the U.S. Geological Survey that there's antibiotics in a water supply system that we don't have the you know the same uh, environment uh, to to maintain that balance of healthy flora that we once did, Anne Louise. No, we don't, because you're being assaulted, and, 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 and it's so terrific that you keep up with all the latest research, because sometimes I think it can be scary uh, if we don't put this into perspective. The reality is that on a daily basis, you're assaulted with what we call probiotic foes, enemies of the good bacteria, whether it's from tap water that contains chlorine that destroys the beneficial bacteria, or the secondhand antibiotics that you've referred to, which are mainly coming to us these days in animals, whether it's uh, 
you know, your meat or your dairy products, unless, of course, they were organically raised, and you specifically says, it specifically says no antibiotics uh, on the label when it comes to the dairy products. And then, of course, if you're taking certain antiseptics, even from your local health food store, you have to understand that they can oftentimes strip the good bacteria. Too much fiber uh, will also do the same. So the reality is that we're living in a society that is so different from a um, hundred years ago when uh, Dr. Mechnikoff wrote his book, The Prolongation of Life, whereby he identified the concept that healthy bacteria was going to protect us and perhaps give us longevity. It's more than that now. We're being assaulted on a daily basis. They didn't have the secondhand antibiotics, the chlorine, and some of the natural antiseptics, nor did they have the stress, nor the sugar, which is another destroyer of this lactic acid bacteria. So it's a very different day and time, uh, and we've got to get a little bit more sophisticated. But luckily, we have new technology, and we have products that are now available here in this country that I think will provide the solution for some of our environmental assaults and will ensure that we're getting our daily dose of the healthy bacteria that are going to be living happily ever after in the gut because they have gone through a certain fermentation process over five years and have adhesion power. And uh, I liken some of these probiotics to Velcro. You know, you can buy a lot of brands on the market. You want to make sure they're going to stick to your gut. So, you know, you've alluded to the fact that many of us, you know, take a look at those labels and, you know, read about, you know, the numbers of strains and try to put that in perspective in our minds to, to make an informed choice about a probiotic product. Tell us about, you know, the, the research of Dr. O'Hara that led to this incredible five-year fermentation and the dozens of studies on this. I mean, this, this is a real standout story in, in not only medicine, but um, research uh, science as well, Anne Louise. Oh, I think it absolutely is a standout in, certain, in so many ways. Uh, Dr. O'Hara is a very well-known and acknowledged uh, microbiologist in Japan who is the winner of several awards that are kind of akin to the Nobel Prize in, in medicine uh, in, in the Japanese uh, way of presenting awards. And he discovered that certain fermented fruits, vegetables, as well as seaweeds uh, are very important as a basis for a solution that will produce bacteria that will adhere to your gut and will also be important because one of the ferments that was used is from tempeh. And that particular ferment, the TH10 strain, has been found to be the antidote to H. pylori, salmonella, E. coli, and C. difficile, some of these pathogenic and smart bugs that are proliferating not just in our hospitals but are in our gyms, they're in our beauty salons, you know, on the playing field. So this particular product not only protects you the way yogurt does, it does far more. It's protecting you against these smart bugs that are becoming antibiotic resistant so that you can save your drugs when you need them, but on a daily basis you'll boost your immune system with some of the uh, antibacterial, antifungal, and antiparasitic fighting powers of this particular product. Now, there, there's, it's called Dr. O'Hara's Probiotic 12 Plus, and it is a plus because you've got four organic strains of 
acids that make sure that your gut is sufficiently acidic because that's the way it's supposed to be so that you're providing an environment that's very hostile to some of these nasty bugs that are out there. So this is just as important to do, again, on a daily basis as any other product. And the thing that I learned about Dr. O'Hara's product, which is incredibly important, Deborah, is that more of the CFUs, the colonizing friendly strains of bacteria, Mm -hmm. these colonizing units, is not necessarily better. I am seeing products out there that are advertised with 50 billion CFUs. And the reality is, is that your body will start to respond to a product that is too heavily stacked with uh, some of these, these, these little millions of units of friendly flora. More than 10 million, actually the number is 9 million, I'm sorry, 9 billion, more than 9 billion per day of the CFUs, the colonizing uh, bacterial units, the friendly flora units, that's how they're measured, right. more than that will start an autoimmune response. And I can tell you that I have tried lots of other products in the market because I'm, a, I'm, I'm kind of a sucker for good marketing. You know, and I believe more is better. But, boy, can you get sick, and you can be sick. Hold that thought. We'll pick up and return with Dan Louise Gettleman. The information on Healthy Talk Radio may be eye-opening, controversial, and disturbing to some, but it is all well-documented and presented by credentialed guests as well as our knowledgeable host. It may not represent the views of this network, this radio station, or its sponsors, but it might just be good for your health. She's a best-selling author, award-winning in her ability and expertise in clinical nutrition. She's Ann Louise Gittleman, who joins us today, the nutritional advisor and consultant to Essential Formulas, to talk about an important topic, and that is with the financial as well as medical revelation that we have all too many hospital-acquired infections all too many deaths due to hospital-acquired infections. Um, we have uh, failure to heal wounds um, and uh, pressure ulcers uh, leading to these wounds uh, with the accompanying uh, amputations because we aren't able to deal uh, with these infections. What do we need to know about uh, the balance, the probiotics advantage of Beyond Yogurt. And, and if you will, Anne-Louise, give us an overview of creating that environment where we don't kill off all the bacteria, both bad and good, but we create that balance of good to uh, to bad bacteria with this well, premise you, of, of well, choosing. Well, you need the good bacteria for all the reasons that we talked about because you're being assaulted on a daily basis. And so that bacterial balance is really a balance of power that's about 85 to 15, which means 85% of the good, 15% your body can get, you know, over the pathogenic bacteria. That's not going to overgrow and create too many problems. But the reality is that the good guy bacteria need to be fed on a daily basis. They need to be fed with foods that are now known as prebiotics. But the particular supplement that we're talking about, which is Dr. O'Hara's Probiotic 12 Plus, is like a complete feeding system. It carries its own prebiotic in the capsule. <laughs> so you're being fed the prebiotics, the probiotics, which make for a mixture called the symbiotics, and you've got a complete system. You should also be eating a lot of soluble fiber in your diet because that is what the good bacteria make to, to multiply themselves, particularly the bifidobacteria in the large intestine. And that is where foods like avocado, believe it or not, or oatmeal or seeds and other nuts, as well as flax seeds, come into play. 
So there's a lot to be said for the good guy bacteria and what you need to do to feed them, to nourish them, and make sure that they're thriving happily in your system. So, you know, taking that information and, and putting it in perspective in, in terms of, uh, for example, you you take an, uh, an antibiotic, you have a prescription for it, and, and the written instructions read, use either yogurt or probiotics. Uh, what's your take on this, please, Anne Louise? Um, it's apples and oranges. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is, and I don't think... So, so the reality is that the doctors are getting the message, the medical community is getting the message, but they're not getting the message strongly enough. Right. So what you need to do is take your yogurt and a probiotic. That's what you need to do because you're going to get much more of the strains that are known to be very helpful uh, that will fight off more than just certain bacteria in your body that are actually helpful in terms of stopping tumor proliferation that will help keep your cholesterol low, that will make sure that your body absorbs calcium. So there's a lot to be said for a multiple-strain probiotic. So I would do both, and, and I do both on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. There's a cup of yogurt that I do. It's plain because you don't want anything high sugar, which is going to feed yeast and the bad bacteria in your system. And you're also going to take a probiotic. So I think you need the best of both worlds. And luckily, we have the best of both worlds in this day and time. So I think we should be very grateful that with all the, the new products that are on the market, uh, you can up your immunity, you can prevent uh, bone loss, and you can prevent problems with your skin, hair, and nails, not to mention problems with hormonal balance just by taking the proper bacteria in your system. Now, when you do eat yogurt, I think it's important to say that the the National Yogurt Association really has developed a seal. That's their live and active culture seal uh, for the yogurt label. So you can identify yogurt that contains significant levels of live and active cultures. And you you want to understand that even though a label states made with active cultures, it doesn't mean the same as that lactic acid seal label because all yogurt starts with good cultures. The question is whether any of it remains after the processing. So it's after processing that we want to make sure that you're getting what you need so that all of this good bacteria, again, will thrive and take root in your system. Now, there, and there are several yogurt brands that are out there that are really good, good brands, by the way. You can get them in most health food stores. Uh, so there are many companies that are complying. But, again, it's not enough. I think you need the, the probiotic, you need the yogurt, you need the prebiotic, which Dr. O'Hara gives you. So you've got a, a complete living system that will satisfy, nourish, and protect your gut. And I think protection is really the key word here. Now, uh, an additional part of this this picture with this uh, you know, unfolding revelation that one out of ten hospitalized uh, develop uh, you know, pressure ulcers. Uh, we certainly have you know, people um, who, for example, are, are paralyzed, um, who are particularly susceptible to these pressure ulcers and the accompanying infections uh, that often, uh, and wounds that don't heal and the infections that often complicate that. So, so what about uh, you know, probiotics in terms of um, uh, maybe even, even a skin approach and the ways? Well, the good news is that this particular company does have a skin approach, and I'm encouraging them to do more approaches via the skin, which is such an important organ in the body. It's really your largest organ. There is a probiotic soap, which I think is a marvelous addition to their line that we have found uh, enables you to stop using uh, deodorant, (laughs) number one, so it kills odors, which means it's killing bacteria. And we're finding that people that are using this topically find that their skin tags start to uh, lessen and start to fall off. So 
there's a lot to be said for washing up with yogurt and this probiotic skin soap, I think, is a kind of an idea whose time has come. So I'm very excited about moving into uh, looking good and feeling beautiful, not just from the inside out, but the outside in. Well, if you take a look at you know all of the antibacterial soaps and, and washes uh, and gels that are sold these days, you know I'm reminded uh, I've had the opportunity to listen and learn to uh, Dr. Stuart Levy from Tufts University, who's written widely on the topic. He's also head of the Physicians Committee for the Responsible Use of Antibiotics, and he was part of that FDA analysis that basically concluded, Anne Louise, that antibacterial is not only not effective, it ends up being detrimental in the end. So why wouldn't we throw out all of our antibacterial soaps in favor of a probiotic soap? We should. And you, you start the revolution right now. Absolutely. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 if you just no, take I a mean, look we've at... we've become so sanitized. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's ridic- in, in a way that's ridiculous. You're affecting the acid balance. Right. Your body has an acidic mantle. And remember years ago we used to use apple cider vinegar as sure. a rinse on our hair and sure. our skin? Right. Well, that, there was a reason for that. You were maintaining the pH, and so that's what you want to do on the outside, and that's where these probiotic soaps and lotions and so on and so forth come in, come in handy. So I'm as happy as a clam that we're finding that there's some really good products out there that we can use and that are now available to us. Uh, I, I think that we all get very uh, overwhelmed sometimes and just can't think straight with all the advertising. There's a lot of slick advertising out there, and you really have to get to the truth and the substance. It's not sizzle. It's, it's getting to the real truth of what the anatomy is, your physiology is, and what's really going to help be protective in this day and age where the immune system, again, is being assaulted 24-7. So anything you can do on the inside out, outside in, I think it's imperative. Now, I, for one, am using that probiotic soap. And I must tell you a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Number one, um, I do have a little skin tag, and I have seen it reduced. I can't wait till it just falls off, but uh, that will remain to be seen. I've heard such great anecdotal stories. Hopefully that will happen with it. But I can tell you that in terms of the um, fact that it kills bacteria and certain bacterial um, bacteria that produces odors in your system mm-hmm. really is something that is quite lovely. Um, I, I do not need what a, the, the, the antiperspirant and the deodorant, even the natural ones that I was using since using this on a daily basis. So there is something to be said about how this is protective. It means it's killing bacteria, and that's the bad kind of bacteria, not the good kind of bacteria. It's actually supplanting the bad bacteria with the good guys, and that's where that 85-15 ratio goes with the balance of power from within, and I dare say I don't know the exact ratio from without, but it certainly isn't hurting us when you see some beneficial results cosmetically. Well, I'm reminded, Anne Louise, I uh, several years ago had a uh, conversation that became a, a bit heated with a dermatologist who was uh, one of, um, and I think m- many if not most of them, prescribe antibiotics not only internally but topically uh, for, for, for acne. And the study that um, that I was, uh, which I was speaking, uh, this particular dermatologist uh, took great umbrage with, was um, you know the warning of of coming uh, antibiotic resistant strains of bacteria that would be associated with all this topical antibiotic use that dermatologists were beginning to to get on the bandwagon. 
And of course, you know, the science has continued to unfold that that's the case. If you, you know, see a child with acne and their dermatologist is suggesting antibiotics, uh, not only internally, but, but topically, um, you know, there is a balance that's being upset there, Anne Louise. Yes. Uh, definitely. <laughs> I mean, I was one of those kids. I took tetracycline three years. And then when I was in England, I just was able to get, you know, my antibiotics kind of freely through their socialized medicine and just pop some just in case a pimple would pop out. So the reality is, you know, we come into uh, adulthood with a deficit here, and that is why those billions of good guy bacteria really need to be supplanted. And so I believe that that you use the antibiotics for skin conditions is a very very much of a last resort. I would use the probiotics, which provide natural antibiotics first and foremost. And I think if I were in that position, I probably would have a healthier gut in this day and time. But who knew back then? The the point is we know now. So let's not take the easy road out. Let's use those elements that we know are natural, that produce natural probiotics or natural antibiotics, because actually probiotics is for life. Antibiotics is against life. And what you want is something that is going to support your system. And because... 75% 75% of the immune system lies in the intestinal tract. This is definitely a life-enhancing, um, proactive way in which you're going to make sure that your immune system is functioning at full force, and it will ensure that if there is a life-threatening disease where you do need an antibiotic, your body's not going to be resistant to it because it will, will not have gotten used to it. And, you know, listening to you, Anne Louise, you know, comes to mind, you know, my own personal story. You know, I had been given, uh, you know, birth control pills in my teens because having a, a regular uh, a monthly cycles. So when I finally stopped taking them in my early 20s because I was developing uh, an uncomfortable list of, of side effects because of their use, uh, then, you know, off to the dermatologist uh, I went because it had so upset my balance that, you know, at 22, I developed for the first time, you know, uh, acne. And again, two years of tetracycline <laughs> really wiped my gut of not only bad bacteria but good. And in a very short time thereafter, you know, I started to, you know, the 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 cycle of the diverticulitis and the ulcerative colitis and the, and the Crohn's colitis uh, that people don't think beyond, you know, how. You know, nature has a way, Anne Louise, of kind of putting things back in perspective. Uh, and of course, you know, all these f- fermented foods as well as, uh, you know, probiotic soaps can be very important parts, Anne Louise, of, of reestablishing, of maintaining this balance both uh, from within and without. It's the total lifestyle. And I think what we're looking at is a new lifestyle. It's a new way of looking at foods and it's a new way of understanding that probiotics and prebiotics are really a new food group. You know, we talk about the basic food groups, from the fruits and the vegetables to your dairy foods, your protein foods, your fats. Well, there's another one that needs to be added to that list, and it's the probiotics and prebiotics. So it's a good thing we're talking about yogurt. It's a good thing that we're talking about some of the ways in which you can get these healthy ferments into your system. You know, sauerkraut and miso, as well as kefir, are other foods that you can easily augment into your daily regimen, but it does not negate the fact that you need something heavy-duty to protect you against what's out there today. And I hopefully, you know, we've made that point to your listening audience because I believe that if you have been taking a course of antibiotics 
first and foremost, you need to supplant the good probiotics at least two hours before or two hours after on the very same day that you're taking an antibiotic. And even then, you need to continue for at least three months thereafter. That's how long it can take some people, some people up to a year, believe it or not. The damage done to the gut by certain antibiotics can take up to a year to heal. So you've got to be eternally vigilant, having a probiotic or and a probiotic and prebiotic food in your diet on a daily basis is certainly going to get you into the lifestyle that will be protective. But again, the foods are not enough, not in this day and age where we have such virulent, um, virulent assaults on our systems in the environment in places that you, you wouldn't even recognize, whether it's going to a nail salon and a beauty salon, you know, where you can get a fungal infection sure. that can become truly uh, life-threatening. Well, that thought we'll pick it up when we return with Anne Louise Gittleman joining us today, a best-selling author on many, many books on health and healing. She joins today with her hat on as the nutritional advisor to Essential Formulas. We're talking about the probiotics advantage beyond yogurt. Inviting you to join us at 1-800-307-3002. That's 1-800-307-3002. Right here on Healthy Talk Radio, I'm Deborah Ray. Cutting-edge information on alternative medicines, nutrition, and your health. Healthy Talk Radio with Deborah Ray. Always an honor when Anne Louise Gittleman joins us, a multifaceted diet and detox expert, best-selling author, joins us today with her hat on as a nutritional advisor and consultant to Essential Formulas. Let's say hello and welcome to Philip. You're on the air with Anne Louise Gittleman. Philip? Hello, hello Anne. How are you doing? Hi there. Listen, I make homemade soap. Uh, is there any way to introduce the, uh, the bacteria to the soap that I make? You're talking about homemade soup? Homemade soap. soap. Oh, homemade bar, soap. Bar soap. Bar, you know, bar <laughs> soap, which made with either uh, goat's milk or uh, cocoa butter. We have several different mixtures. Oh, it sounds lovely. Um, I'm not, you know, I, I, you have to, I'm not a soap maker myself, but it would seem to me if there was a way in which we could add uh, yogurt in some way, um, or kefir uh, to the soap, but that you don't overly heat it. Maybe there's a process where it cools or something, and then you add uh, the kefir, which is more of a milky substance, to the soap uh, yes. or the yogurt. That probably would be the answer. You just don't want to heat the probiotics. That's what my concern would be. And, again, I don't know the technology behind what you do, but, you know, I, I think it's, it's an interesting proposition. Well, I do get uh, soap in a liquid form so it doesn't have to be heated so you could add it to that I suppose sure. you can't uh, well why not and just and just see what the end product is and then let us know what about fragrance would that I also use a fragrance do you think that would destroy the bacteria or not mm, I don't believe so Okay, it well sounds that's... like your approach Philip uses natural approaches rather oh, than chemical ones oh that sounds ones. lovely yeah. yeah okay well that answers my question I appreciate it thank you thank you man Thank you, Philip, for joining us today. So we, we always get a half a dozen calls after you're on saying, where do I get the probiotic soap? Is this something that, that you find in health food stores? Um, it's you know, the it's website being and the sold phone in health food stores. Do you have the 800 number that um, Essential Formulas would like to give out? Um, no, they did not give that Well, then me. maybe just go to the Essential Formulas website. Okay. 
Very good. And that's where we will send everybody because there's always such interest. Uh, uh, you know, particularly. I know because it's and I'll tell you yeah. when you when you're out on the road the way I am and you hear so many lovely stories. You know, you, I, I put a lot of I put a lot of uh, faith in what people say once they use products. And you hear the same thing over and over again. You right. know. Something must be going on. Something hey, good. <laughs> UCLA Department of Dermatology research that they, you know, did probiotics topically for acne. Big difference tells me that you're you're right on, Anne Louise. As always, thank you so much. Thank you. You have a lovely day. Our thanks to Anne Louise Gittleman who joined us today with an educational, empowering discussion about the probiotics advantage beyond yogurt for the health of the immune system, our skin, each and every one of us. If you missed anything, HealthyTalkRadio.com. We're archived there for two weeks in case you missed something. I'm Deborah Ray reminding you, live long, stay healthy.